Hey everyone, this is Thea, and I want to welcome you to the corner of here and now, where we talk about real life, recovery, success, spirituality, and anything else that might come up right here, right now. Hold on to your seat, because we're in for a ride. Sixteenth of November. Wow, can you believe it? It's kind of crazy, right? <clears throat> Time is just flying by. Um, and today is episode two point six, number seven of fifty-two. We're on a roll. Today makes a week. It's kind of crazy, right? Um, and what I want to do today is I want to circle back just a little bit on some of the stuff we talked about at the end of last week and on Friday and Saturday to be specific. Um, and I wanted to read something here. Oh, that's not it. Um, that quote I read to you guys at the end of last week, it says, sometimes it's not that deep. Sometimes we just need to put some music on, get out of our feelings, and get back to building your life, two steps at a time. Analyze, but don't overanalyze. Most days will never feel like it. Here's the line I want to talk about. Learn how to change your mood on demand and keep going. So this idea of changing our mood on demand, this is a really big deal. I'm writing that down. Change your mood on demand. And it's hard. I'm just going to say that first and foremost. This isn't always, um, you know, it's not an easy thing to do. So I think it's important that we talk about how and why we do this because we, cause we can stay stuck, right? We can, I do, stay stuck in the things that, make us feel a certain way and it's important to be aware of that for me remember and also I just want to throw this out there I'm not an expert I'm not a whatever these are just Thea's ideas things that I've picked up along the way that that I want to share um and I'm not you know like I said I'm not an expert by any means so um take that for what it's worth these are just Thea's opinions um and if you like something, take it. If you don't like it, leave it alone. You know the rules. Take what you need and leave the rest. Um, but I tend to get into these states where I, I stay the same, right? I don't change. There's a certain, well, let's just say it. There's a certain addiction to certain feelings, right? We can get addicted to feeling bad. And so because when we feel bad, we release a certain set of hormones and we do certain things with our nervous system. So feeling bad can turn into a, a thing for us and we will repeat the same feelings, the same relationships, the same things over and over again. And part of that too is how we 
choose to regulate our nervous system. Addiction is just a process of regulating our nervous system. We didn't feel good. We don't like how we feel. We don't like our emotions, so we want to change them, good or bad, right? It doesn't even, it doesn't even matter. I might want to change the good as much as I want to change the bad. Um, and, you know, like we've talked about over the last week, we do that to reinforce the stories and, and you know, shut Betty up and all this kind of stuff. And so, but there are ways that we can change our mood, where we can change our state, <clears throat> And so there are three ways to do that, right? Just off the top of our head. And these, you know, and we're throwing out Netflix, food, um, shopping, you know, Amazon. Um, we're throwing all that stuff out. So we're going to take this from a positive standpoint, um, a way to um, control that, for lack of a better word, and get ourselves into a better state so that we can, we can you know, just kick it off like that, like that quote was saying. And so that's what we're going to be after. So what I want to do today is I just want to talk about these three ways real quick. And then as the week goes on, I'm going to dive into some of this other stuff a little bit deeper and we'll kind of go, we'll talk about it. And, um, again, as always, I'd love to hear your feedback. The, um, email is up corner of here and now at gmail.com. Feel free to email me. Um, if you know how to reach out to me, you can do, do that as well. I would love to hear feedback, um, and we'll go from and we'll go from there. So, <clears throat> if there's three ways to kind of change how we're feeling, to change our mood, um, and to get out of it. Now, that doesn't mean our circumstances are going to change. I'm not trying to come at this from like a Pollyanna type of way. But a lot of times, uh, to get things done, we have to we have to be willing to make changes. We have to be willing to change how we're feeling, um, and to get out of that stuck dead cycle. And there's three ways to do do that. So they are physiology. We can change our physiology. We can change our words, and we can change our focus. Right? Those are the three biggies. And physiology is movement. Right? Like getting up and moving when we, I should say I, when I get into those states, I don't want to move, right? I just want to melt into the couch. And we see this with a, a lot of certain types of issues where we just don't move, um, except maybe to go to the refrigerator or to, you know, we don't even get up to change Netflix anymore. Like it, right. It like goes right in. It feeds into that. It goes right into the next show, um, right into the next episode, um, and so that's the habits that we fall into is just not moving and movement. It's interesting. You guys movement is about the brain. I know that we talk about movement a lot about, you know, exercise and aesthetics and how we look and stuff like that. But really when it comes down to it, movement is about the brain and the fact that it makes us feel better in our brain. And that's super, super important. And a lot of us don't, we don't even realize that. We didn't even know that. There's a lot of awesome stuff that happens in the brain when we move. And there definitely is a mind-body connection. Um, and, and we've forgotten about that. So movement. And I'm also going to throw breath work in there. So breath work plays a huge role 
um, with a lot of this stuff too. And I'm going to talk about that. I have a whole, I think I'm going to do a whole episode on breath work. Um, it's really, really awesome stuff. It's really awesome what it can do for us. So we're going to be talking about that as well. All right. So that's the physiology part. And then we have the words, right? The words that we use, how do we talk to ourselves? How do we talk about our life? How do we talk about the way we look? The words that we use and choose are so, so, so important. And getting in the habit of looking words up, like what does this really mean? Like when I say this about myself or about someone else or about life, what does this really mean? What am I really saying? Because uh, as wooey as it sounds is when I say words, when I say things, my body and my mind and the universe hear those words. I'm saying that stuff out loud, good or bad, positive or negative, uplifting or downlifting. I'm saying this stuff to myself, and a lot of times it's over and over and over and over again. Um, you know, we have on average about 68,000 thoughts a day. 68,000 thoughts a day. Researchers say that about a little over 90% of those are the same as we had yesterday. So we have the same thoughts day in and day out, except for a small amount. And that's huge. Like if we can change that just a little bit, and that's not me again, you guys, you can look up uh, someone named Joe Dispenza, Dr. Joe Dispenza. He's got a ton of videos on YouTube. Um, he does a bunch of research about the brain and what we focus on and meditation. And he's got a ton ton of good information out there. So again, this is not from me. This is, this is just me taking a bunch of ideas and, and kind of smashing it all together. But, um, you know, if we wake up in the same state every day and we go through the same patterns every day and we don't change them, then we get the same things every day. Um, and that to me is a really, really big deal. So the words that we use, um, is are huge when we use them, how we use them. And like I said, knowing the actual meaning of these words, like let's look this stuff up. Let's see what these words actually mean. Still drinking coffee and how they might affect me. Big, big deal. Cause a lot of times we think we know, but we really don't. Right. We really, really don't. Um, so the words that we use and then lastly, the things that we focus on. So am I in a state of worry or am I in a state of gratitude? Where am I with this? Am I, um, spending time in the past, the present or the future? What am I focused on? Where am I? Am I truly on the corner of here and now? Am I right here right now? Where are my feet? Where am I? Like Dawn said yesterday, where am I in this breath? right here. Let's all just stop and take a breath. Am I okay right here, right now? That's the kicker, right? Do I have everything I need right here, right now? And for me, the answer is yes. And it's 631 on Monday morning. And, um, you know, Everything's okay right here, right now. 
And that's what I have to remember. And I might need to change that focus, right? I need to change what I'm focused on. Am I focused on one of those 68,000 thoughts that I've had day in and day out for 51 years? Or am I trying to change that? And the change is difficult, right? Like I'm not even going to say that this is easy. These are difficult things to practice. I know what I need to do most days. I know what I should do. I don't like to shit on myself, but I know what I should do. And to be really honest, there's a lot of days where I really struggle. Like I struggle with that stuff. Um, And, you know, as far as like, you know, 12 step work and stuff comes like a lot of this, too, can be 10 step work. Where am I again? Right here, right now. Have I done a thorough third step? Have I turned my will in my life over to God again and again? And I have to do it over and over and over and over again because, um, you know, things come up and things change and life throws us curveballs and all different things start to happen. Am I seeing obstacles or opportunities today? Where am I focused? What words am I using? And what am I doing to change my physiology? Um, and you know, wow, three simple things that could make a big difference. Now this doesn't mean we don't have to do the work, right? There's a lot of work to do. We all have the work to do. And like we've talked about before, the, the reward for the work is more work. Um, ugh, right? I don't want to do more work, but I'm in the midst of doing more work right now. Um, seeking, figuring it out, asking the hard questions. Um, do I really want to? Do I really want to do this? Do I really want to change? Do I really want to take action? Do I really want to talk about this again? Like blah 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 blah. So, these are the three ways we can change our state. Like I said, physiology, words, and focus. I would challenge you. It's Monday morning. I would challenge you over the next week where don't even change anything yet just you know just I shouldn't say just as a minimizing word (laughs) there you go um pay attention pay attention where is your mind wandering to did you go for a walk today did you drink some water what are you doing to take care of yourself that's the other part of this is all of these things fall under self-care self-care um and I would even say that if we're taking care of ourselves in these three ways, it could actually boost our immune system. I'll just throw that out there because, you know, we all want a strong immune system right now with the craziness that's going on. I would also say that around these three areas, um, who am I spending my time with, right? Writing it down, who am I spending time with? Are they lifting me up or are they pulling me down? Am I always the smartest person in the room? Am I always the not smartest person in the room? You know, where do I fall into these categories? Am I lifting people up? Am I giving, like we talked about yesterday with our special guest? Um, So these are all important things to think about because they all go into this thing of changing our state, right? So again... I challenge you over the next week or so, and I'd love to hear back from you. Send me an email, cornerofhereandnow at gmail.com. I would love to hear about it. And I'm just going to close with this last little thing that that I've been thinking about. Um, 
there's a guy named John Wellborn. He's a strength and conditioning coach that I've been following on and off for years. But he talks about how fitness and strength and conditioning is like moving a, a big pile of sand. Some days we're going to move a teaspoon and some days we're going to move a wheelbarrow. But it's up to us. And I would say the same thing is true of this. Every day we need to be moving a little bit. Are we going to move a wheelbarrow or are we going to move a teaspoon? But just keep moving that sand pile. Get it, get it done. Get her done, right? So that's all I have for today. Um, tomorrow I'll jump back on and we're going to tackle one of these areas specifically unless I find a rabbit hole to go down the rest of the day. But have a great day. Have a great Monday. Go out there. Take some deep breaths. And, and let's see what this world has to bring for us, okay? See you all later. Peace out. All right, everyone. That's another episode of The Corner of Here and Now. Thank you for joining me. If you like what you're hearing, please share, comment, and or subscribe. Please know that the music used in this podcast is the one and only Kenny Cordray. The song is called Rojo that was generously donated by his family. Until the next time we meet on the corner of here and now, remember, we're all just walking each other home. Peace out.